morning. It's another week. This is Andrew Wood, joined as always by pastor and friend Jason Hayes. Jason, it's Easter week. You know, I, I think it's worth noting as we start the show that when we have that intro in, uh-huh. I'm the one that's playing the guitar. Yes, of so course. So that's why you do the initial start. Yeah. That's why you're speaking first, because I've got to put down my guitar. You've got to put it on that stand thing that <laughs> guitar players put their guitars on. Can you play no. any instruments no. at all? I'm pretty good at playing the steering wheel or the table. Okay, got it. You, yeah. Like that. See, I mean, that that's was talent. very good. That's talent. I, that's about it. That's about it. Um, I can do this thing. Oh, that's good. I don't really that's know good. what that I can, is. That's I can, me snapping and, and kind of slapping my hands yeah, together. I can snap my fingers as well. So it should be noted that I was, uh, first chair alto saxophone. In really, you grade. played the saxophone. Yeah, big first, Bill Clinton fan. Uh, first, uh, first chair. <laughs> I was first yeah, chair, okay. and uh, this was just through the fall semester. It was pretty good, man. Like I was very good. At fair uh, middle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I say very good, I I think I was just a little less bad than the people that were playing. Sure, were first yeah. year musicians and. Um, First chair alto saxophone, and uh, we have Christmas musical, okay. or Christmas whatever. Cantata. I don't know what yeah. it was called. Yeah, sure. Performance. Sure. And um, the way that they did it is you had a sixth grade band, a seventh grade band, eighth grade mm. band. And so basically one band or, or would be playing, the other two would remain in the bleachers. Okay. And then you would have this kind of turnover, you know, so they'd, right. they'd play their two or three, three or four songs. Yeah, you and your red parents, sweaters. Yeah, exactly. Parents yeah. would clap, and then you'd have like kind of a, a change out. And um, if you know, you you have like a like a little brace. It's not – I don't even know if it would be called Like a brace. sling. Yeah, like – yeah, exactly. Kinda. That yeah. You, you wear around your neck. And it hooks to your instrument and kind of helps you hold it. And um, I got tangled up somehow oh, no. in a few of the music stands <laughs> and knocked like two or three music stands over, moved some chairs around. Uh, like it was not a pretty yeah. scene in the transition. And the next Monday upon the return, I was then third chair. Oh, wow. And never... Never to and make it back. That was the end of your, I, of I your did, musical I did, career. I did wrap up that spring. Yeah, I was done with it. I, don't, I understand that. Maybe, I, maybe one more year. I can't remember. But uh, let's put it this way: it is one of my regrets. I will say this: not so much the sax, the saxophone. Just, but I really do wish I would have learned at a younger age right. because I think you know, there's even we see with the foreign languages and things of that sort. I mean, I, I wish I would have learned a few other things. I wish I'd have learned to play the piano yeah. or the guitar. I do wish I would have learned Spanish or another language at an earlier age. Yeah. Um, but now I'm just an adult who probably never going to know an instrument and never yeah. really going to know another language. You know, well. the difference between the way me and you grew up is, uh, you Cor- were in a garage band. Cornersville didn't even have a band. So, okay, got it, got so it. there wasn't even like a, I wasn't a possibility. It wasn't even. I mean, I wouldn't have done it, but, but even if it was an, a possibility, uh, it wasn't a possibility. Did you so, ever no have a class that involved the recorder or yeah. the, the flutophone as we Yeah, used to I call took it. that my senior year of high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. solid. I think Miss Moffitt was the music teacher senior year and I needed an elective. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll do music. 
and uh, part of that class we did uh recorder and I looked one day to tell you a story about you talked about knocking over music stands uh my senior year so we're in there and, and I did not enjoy the recorder mm. uh and I took I was a senior so we didn't really take the class that serious I That's mean shocking. we're seniors like we don't have much to, uh, really now going to do fellas just just to make sh- just to kind of check I mean, if you were a freshman, would you really well, plan on taking the recorder class? Probably seriously? not, but okay. as a freshman, I might have took it okay, a little it. bit yeah, more. Fair. But as a senior, you're like, look, I'm about to be out this yeah, place. Fair. You know, it's like my sentence is up and, uh, and I, it's very similar to prison. Uh, so <laughs> in all your experiences, in all my experiences. Yeah. But, uh, one day I was, uh, I like to joke. I have sarcasm. That's been my, uh, love language forever. <laughs> and so one day we were sitting there and I was getting frustrated because I, you know, she was wanting us to play something and, uh, it was nice outside and none of us wanted to do anything. And I looked at her and what I was going to do was, Miss Moffitt, sweet lady, I was going to act like I was going to break the recorder over my knee. I was going to pretend I wasn't really going to do it. I was going to stop right before I hit my knee. Okay. Well, guess what? I didn't stop. And I broke that bad boy right over my knee, right oh. in front of her. Oh wow! And immediately, like, like, like defiant, like like yes. a like a defiant. I will break this. And right the in front look of you. on her face, and immediately I turned to, I am so sorry. That is not what my intention was. She was a lot more understanding than most teachers. Yeah, were. yeah. It was. I would imagine your pretty quick response was seen. Yeah, to be, uh, and she knew you know. she knew that I wasn't a uh, bad kid. Just it like just, a somewhat bad kid. Yeah, it just went a little far. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, whenever you do those things, you immediately are like, that was not. Uh, sometimes Gavin will look at me and say, because if he gets angry or frustrated and act out into that, he'll look at me and go, I just lost control. <laughs> and I'm like, I feel that. There are yeah, times, yes. but now is the time to really get a handle of that losing. Right. If you lose control as you're an adult, that's a problem. Yeah. As an 11-year-old, you can work on that. As a 17-year-old, I was still working on – because I wasn't even mad. Right. I was just joking, Right. and the joke just went a little far. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, that's, you that's, know. That's, not a, that's not a great But I'll moment. say this. I went back to a football game years later. Uh, my nephew was playing. They were on their way – to the state championship, so this was the playoff game. And guess who was taking up money at the gate? No Miss Moffitt. And did she say? She uh, smacked me. It was very similar to Will Smith, Chris Rock. Uh, and she okay. said, get that recorder out of your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's a weird thing to say. Why I'm not even, that? why are you holding this grudge? She still had it in her pocket. She carries it around with her. Yeah, I'm kidding. In her purse. But yeah. she did. She was real sweet and remembered me. Oh, and I don't even bad. know if she remembers me breaking it over. <laughs> well, that is good. Now uh, but hopefully she's not listening. Yeah, I, I don't think she is. Yeah. That's, that's uh, but she was a sweet lady. Man, yeah. on me. So, um, what about, what about this last, and, and I know, I know, our listeners are like, please don't talk about the weather. But come on. Like, yeah. why? Like, what? This whole dogwood winter deal? Yeah, like, I don't even understand that. Or dogwood spring, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Like, I just know at this point that after spring break, like, it feels like that it should not be able to get as cold as it got last weekend. I was at a ball field. And I was like, man, I, am I under an umbrella, under a blanket, yep. with multiple layers on, 
as it is sleeting on my head? Yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah, if you, Can you make it stop. Yeah, over the weekend was the perfect time for you to use the line. Is it cold enough for you? Yeah. Or how about this weather? <laughs> That's a guy. But on the other hand, perfect it's, time. it's also was ideal for me to use one of my very common dad lines. Okay. Which is because, as you know, you know, I guess it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, super cold, gross, yep. overcast. Yeah, yeah. Then Sunday, Amazing. beautiful. Yep. So perfect opportunity for me that following Monday to say, <laughs> and we wonder why we've all got head colds. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that time. Yeah, it's exactly. Uh, right. Then it's, or it's, we'll it, all be sick tomorrow. It plays, yeah, it plays so well. You got to use those. And uh, I was at a barn sale in Livingston where Aaron grew up this past weekend, this past weekend. Okay. And, uh, and so yeah, Friday we're unloading the trailer and it's spitting snow and rainy, cold. And then Saturday we set out, we were under shelter, so we at least weren't getting rained on, but the wind, I mean, you felt everything, it right. was really cold. Uh, and so I wore flannel lined pants, multiple shirts, jacket, gloves, toboggan, like a whole, all of the that. The whole deal. Yeah. And, uh, and I heard, I was, I was just watching, especially the men, uh, talk to each other. And it's like, what about this? That's <laughs> weather. Man, you know, got it. Man. Weather, cold. It's, it it's really the, does. It re, I tell you, there's no commercial that resonates with me more right now. Oh, the progressive. Than the progressive my commercials, gosh. which are like, yes. you know, turn it, not, turn it into your parents, <laughs> which is amazing because my parents so actually good. really enjoy it. My it's parents so really, really enjoy yeah. it. But like, it's, it's okay. Like I've gotten to the point, like I, I can make statements and things like that, like in terms of, uh, the weather, blah, blah, you know, and I'm like, yep, I'm just yep. doing it. And, and there's maybe no, there's maybe no place, and so for uh, the three of our Shoreline folks that listen, uh, you know, maybe it's more than that. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I, there's no there's no place that I do it more than Sunday morning greeting. Oh, I just for know, sure. I know you have to. I mean, it, it's just it just what it is, especially when I go outside yep. and greet folks, and I don't get that luxury often because I'm traditionally either like headed to a partnership class or then getting ready to preach yeah. or doing something on the front end of the service. And so I don't always get that luxury, but when I can get outside, man, I really kick up the deadlines. Well, yeah, of course you do. And, yeah. and I even heard of this weekend, another great one, if you're, especially if you're from Tennessee is, uh, if you don't like the weather right now, just wait a few it'll hours change. and it'll change. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a, that's a good one. And, uh, um, that one a point. And I, so, so that's what I did over the weekend this past weekend is just kind of listened and watched and was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to be. Okay. Like so when I'm, have you been a, have you been a people watcher in the past? Like, oh do you, gosh. like you, yeah. you enjoy, like I, Love I can it. remember seasons of my life. I mean, it's been a good long while, but, but still even today, like, you know, uh, over spring break, uh, we were down in like, uh, Orange Beach, Gulf Shores area. Uh, the boys wanted to run over to some store that was in a, cause uh, we had a bunch of baseball boys and they wanted to run over to some store and it was in this like outlet complex, you know, like a tanger outlet or something of that sort. And I just found myself just sitting on a bench. Yep. Just kind of, just kind of people watching. I, and I used to do a game back in the day with my high school buddies that we would actually look around and we would, we would basically, it would be kind of like knockoff celebrities. Mm. So we would just identify a person 
and we'd be kind of like, oh, they kind of look like yeah, that person. Yeah. They kind of look like that person. It would be kind of a fun game. Yeah, I don't it. just do that. But I, then when people, when we see people like you, we're like, oh, that's duh. Brad Pitt. Yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, wait. It's like, not. No, that's not. Yeah. And then you put your glasses on. You're like, oh, that's not him. <laughs> oh, no, that's just angry. Uh But also, I'm a, I lo- this, maybe this is bad, but I love listening to conversations that I'm not, uh, supposed I, to be. I think I'm not what they call in. that is just eavesdropping. Yeah, I love doing that. <laughs> and so, so like, not only am I am I people watching, but I'm like really trying to zone in on what are they talking about? Okay. And okay. Uh, and you know, and that's where I heard all these lines of the weather. And uh, one guy, one guy had on overalls, and I've seen him. Uh, he's friends of of Aaron's family, and I've seen him. I don't know. A dozen or more times, and he's always wearing overalls, so that must be his thing. Okay. And uh, and you know, we, I went up to him, and I was like, "Oh, the weather," you know. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I, I normally just wear one shirt." And he grabbed a shirt, one shirt under my overalls, and today I thought I might ought to put another one on. And that and I thought, right. wow, your uniform changed today, right? To one more shirt. Under your your yeah. overall. Also, apparently, based on that voice you did, <laughs> you were like talking to Kenny Rogers. Yeah, well, he kind of looks like white beard. He had a white beard. Man, oh man. Uh, uh, yeah, I I I get that. Uh, I sometimes, you know, because I'm you know civil and a human and try to not <laughs> eavesdrop in everyone's conversation. Yeah, no, like no, 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 no. I uh, sometimes it is fun just to imagine the conversation. Yes, I agree with that. Like too. you just kind of like look over and you're like. I'm just going to guess. Yeah. I'm going to imagine the conversation that these people are having yeah. right now. I will say there you know, was a, sometimes it's more fun that way. There was a lady next to us that had a, a boutique. So like uh, women's clothes. OK. Yeah, everybody's got a boutique now. My sister-in-law calls it a boutique. I don't know which is right. I'm pretty confident. I know. But <laughs> um, but but this lady, Aaron, had a fleece on that had cow print. Like so it had okay. a cow print fleece and uh, clearly a fleece. Clearly. Yep. And the lady looked at Aaron and said, is that real cowhide? <laughs> and <laughs> I'll continue that <laughs> when we come back. Yeah, so somebody asked Aaron. Aaron had a cow uh, print fleece. And they said, uh, is that real cowhide? And clearly it wasn't real. It was Aaron, Aaron looked at her and said, no. And then the lady said, well, I've looked at buying a, a cowhide throw, and it was $400. And Aaron's like, well, this is fleece. And it was like, you know, 20 bucks and made in China probably. So, um, but yeah, cowhide throw is expensive. You know why? Because cows are like, that's expensive. Yeah, that's kind of the way... Like that's how it works. It should. And if you wore a sweatshirt that was made of cowhide, I don't think it would be that comfortable. So did it might be warm. So you, I mean, if you were gone all last weekend, you probably missed some decent sporting stuff. Did you? And I know you're not a huge like golf guy, but y'all do a golf tournament stuff. Yeah, yeah. You get to watch any of the. I didn't watch. I didn't watch any of it. I keep. I kept up with highlights and then, uh, but didn't watch any. Saw Tiger. You know, kind of. he finished. You so know. there's two great things, okay, that have happened. Okay, there's there's two fantastic things. So one is Scotty Scheffler won, mm-hmm. and Scotty Scheffler is openly a Christ follower, yep. which is super cool. Uh, in fact, there's a quote here 
Uh, he said, the reason why I play golf is I'm trying to glorify God and all that he's done in my life. So for me, this was in response to a question that someone gave him, uh, I think something related to success. And he said, um, so for me, my identity isn't a golf score. Like Meredith told me this morning, that's his wife. If you win this golf tournament today, this is on the Sunday uh, of of the Masters. If you lose this golf tournament um, by 10 shots, if you never win another golf tournament again, I'm still going to love you. You're still going to be the same person. Jesus loves you and nothing changes. All I'm trying to do is glorify God, and that's why I'm here, and that's why I'm in this position. And then uh, continued on and just mentioned that he felt God's presence on the course on Sunday. Meredith always prays for peace because that's what I want to feel on the golf course is peace and just have fun and feel his presence. So that's her prayer every day. That's my prayer, and I really felt that today. I felt at peace. How cool wow, is that? Yeah, Isn't that awesome? awesome? So then the other other great thing about this, so so Sunday afternoon, uh, as you know, we, we have a mutual friend. Uh, one of my really, really good friends is PGA golfer, Scott mm-hmm. Stallings. Scott was not in the Masters this year, um, but is having a great season. Yeah, he is. And, really um, and so we actually did life group. Uh, we did a life group, like, cookout type deal at their house. He's gotten big into smoking yep. food and, meat, you know, meats and all this other stuff. And so uh, we did a little dinner together, and the Masters is ending, and, you know, we're kind of watching a little bit of it. And and so I just told him this. I said, hey, listen, I, I need to let you know. Uh, so Carrie's father, who lives out of state, does not listen to the show, um, has begun to text Carrie over recent weeks and to congratulate um, our really good friend <laughs> on his incredible yeah, season course, that he's yeah. having, Scotty Scheffler. Oh. Mm. Who Scotty Scheffler has become the number one golfer in the friend. world. Um, that is a different person than yeah. Scott Stalling. Yeah, yeah. And Carrie has just decided to not really to correct it. Go with it. And so we're kind of so like, wow, incredible. He's won these amount of tournaments. Wow, number one in the world. You know, or, you know, wow, incredible. So we're kind of like, I, I don't know if the text has come in yet or if Carrie's actually given some oh, clarification. Your, your friend won your the friend Masters. Won the Masters. <laughs> yeah. And so I just had to tell Scott that last night. I yeah. was like, listen, like you're going to be a disappointment to our mm. in-laws uh, or to my in-laws, but you are we like you yeah so just know that. now just so does scott watch did he did he it was like well it's an interesting thing because yeah. he plays with those guys and he's played the masters before yeah. so does he watch in fact he, for those of you that know uh you know he does this kids play free mm-hmm. whole initiative uh, across knoxville and provides free golf for all kinds of yeah, that's boys and girls you know uh, not just in knoxville anymore now across the state in a whole bunch of different golf courses and situations, communities, and uh, and so that the uh, his logo on his kids play free is actually of of his son Finn when they were at the Masters together, yep. and they do the little par three you know deal, and the kids can come out and be on the course, and it was really really sweet. That's been years ago. And so, uh, to answer your question, he was pretty busy like cooking up meat right, and right. and kind of finishing dinner and things of that sort. So. It was like we all watched it a little bit, but it was more catching up as a life group. And he's about to head back out on the road for a while. And yeah, it is what it is. So, um, yeah. yeah, so disappointing to my in-laws. Yeah, but hey, we, we're still and happy. to you that your friend, yeah. is, you know, yeah, not didn't win the Masters. Yeah, you know, as we uh, since we're talking about sports, 
Uh, UT baseball, man, continue. Twelve and zero in the SEC, which is now, ne- has never best. been done. All time best. Like not just in the modern era since the '93, where they added the 30 day schedule. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 30 games never been done. No, never ever been done. And, and here's the thing: they're 31 and one. Texas beat them when they were playing in that classic in uh, in Texas. In Texas, 31 and one in any sport is ridiculous. In baseball, in baseball is like virtually impossible. It truly is virtually because. Any pitcher can get really hot. Yeah, and, and we've I mean, seen it really. Can. And anybody, any bats can. Even with right. Missouri this past weekend, I mean, we had some moments yep. of like, oh, we're not winning an inning. Right. Like, we're losing. Yeah. And we haven't really felt that this year. There's and, few sports where we're just one player can yeah. potentially just just destroy a game. And, and, I mean, in a good way. Like, can just dominate yeah. it. And sometimes you can have a pitcher that is just straight up on. And so the fact that our bats have been able to overcome yeah. that every game with the exception of one. And then for us to have such solid pitching this past weekend, but not bad, like just normal humans yeah. this weekend, you know, like, I mean, they were out of this world before that this past weekend, just normal, but just stayed. Fa- just well, very, stayed very seldom, it. very seldom do you have a team. Usually it's, it's dominated one way or the other. So you have a great pitching staff and, and defense, but your bats aren't as good. Very seldom do you have, both of those. UT is right. leading in every category That's crazy. across the country, and they just continue to uh, pile up runs, and they are so fun to watch, man. Now, now, here's the thing. I told somebody over the weekend, I said, now, they're my team, so all the cockiness and stuff, I enjoy. Right. But if that was Georgia, um, I would hate them. Or Kentucky, or really you anything. You either love them or you hate them. Yeah, and so I get it. I get and, – and they got a few players that have just embraced that. And they yeah. say, look, you're They're either, you're either all in for us or you hate us, and yeah. we're fine with having a target on our back. Like, they really embrace that. The quote was, we'll just keep winning. Yeah, and they wow. have. And, you so, know. so sometimes it's just fun to focus on sports because, let's face it, some of the other news yeah. out there is just really not great Mm-mm. sometimes, but sometimes it's interesting. A few things happened this past yeah. week that we should probably address. So tell me your thoughts. Elon Musk, obviously, you know, we talked a little bit about it even last week, makes a big buy yeah. into Twitter. Yep. Uh, and so everyone, like, he's going to go on the board. He's going to be able to be this decision maker yeah. with it. You know, he's going to fight uh, for free speech, all of these things. And then he decides to not go on the board. And there's all kinds of, you know, not necessarily even conspiracy theories. He probably, if he's not already, by the time we're recording this, he's probably soon to make some type of statement. But what is your thought on why he has done that? Yeah, I think from what I've read, the if you are on the board, you're capped. At how much, how many shares you yeah, can own? Yeah, like fourteen own. or fifteen percent. <laughs> yeah, and so like if he he currently owns close to ten percent, he's the largest shareholder in Twitter, and so from a Twitter standpoint, they're probably like, let's get this dude on the board so he can't continue to purchase more because he's a billionaire. He made seven hundred fifty million dollars off of his investment in, in Twitter, and so I think Elon is like, I mean, I don't know him obviously, but I think he is like. I may buy more. Yeah. I may buy the whole thing. So uh, then I'll be the board. <laughs> and then I can just be the board. Because uh, I, I do mm-hmm. think the interesting thing about uh, about him is he is, 
you know, some of these guys like love the money. For him, it's like I can play with it. I, I don't. He lives very minimal. Yep. Uh, he sold a lot of his houses, and and he just kind of. So when he talks about freedom of speech, he's like, well, if I can, why why we reinvent the wheel? Why would I go out and start my own social media? Twitter already is one of the biggest. I'll just purchase a, a large just segment of that. The interesting thing too, and we can talk about it on the other side. People are, are saying stuff about him controlling and all these things and how it's not good for media and this and that. Jeff Bezos literally owns the Washington Post. All of it. Correct. And that is one of the biggest uh, journalism arms. The great irony is one of those covers or one of those articles came out from exactly. the, the Washington, Washington Post. Post. And so we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. <laughs> Yeah, so so billionaires, which we know a lot about, obviously. Yeah. Uh, billionaires are making some moves. So uh, so Elon, you know, not only is he sending satellites in space and moving things so that Ukraine can have internet. Yeah. During wow. this uh, conflict, but also he purchases ten percent of Twitter, close to ten percent of Twitter, and then him and Jeff Bezos have this thing where they kind of. Uh, go back and forth. It's mainly, it's Elon going after Bezos. Bezos will say something negative about Elon, and then Elon Musk will like throw jabs periodically. But right. but Jeff Bezos has bought Washington Post, so he owns Washington Post, which is supposed to be uh, unbiased journalism, uh, but it's owned by a, you know by one man. of the richest men in the in the world. And then people get bent out of shape when Elon Musk just owns ten percent of Twitter, and it's like, well, hold on, you're it's almost as if you're mad at Musk because his politics are different than yours, but you don't get mad at Bezos because you like your packages coming, you know, within a day, yeah, yeah. and you like Washington Post. I kind of think it's 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 interesting, you know. Listen, uh, we I'm sure we've done it. It's one of the reasons that I'm off of uh, mm-hmm. social media for the most part because. Um, I identify yeah. that some of my arguments or some of my points probably aren't as thought through as sure. maybe they should be, you know, yeah. and that's one of the things we constantly are challenging our listeners yeah. to speak with wisdom, be thoughtful before you speak, you know, and sometimes we do better that than others. But I saw something even talk back about UT baseball. It was like this deal, of course, you know, they have embraced a little bit of the villain yeah, role sure. and there was this person that said something to the extent of it was a Twitter post that said something about, you know, they are completely destroying, they're completely destroying the game of baseball. And that, but which, if you want to say they're destroying the game of baseball because of you know their antics and all stuff, that's fine. But then it said, like built on the back of people like Babe Ruth, Roberto Clemente, something something. You're like, okay, so just just. And and listen, those guys were legends yeah. in in a lot of ways. Great, you know, yeah, exactly. But be reminded that Babe Ruth literally drank scotch and smoked cigars in the dugout yeah, right before he went like, up to hit. And and rumors and accusations that he murdered his wife. Yeah, you're like, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. We just didn't have like, the media. The media were happy to yeah, not, which is like that's fine. Cover that. Yeah, that's fine if you feel like someone's ruining baseball, but you can't. You can't use these guys. It's, again, kind of the same story of, like, the Washington Post saying Elon Musk is bad for free speech. Yeah. 
because, you know, he's got this too large of a voice, too yeah. large of a stake in it. And you're like, you realize the Washington Post is owned by another billionaire. By another billionaire. That look, right. looks like Lex Luthor. He has bald head, jacked. Has you know, gotten very and, uh, large. And, you know, I mean, he, if they're... If there were, to, I'm not saying he's a villain. I don't know him, but if you were to cast a villain, because super the people that cast Superman literally did right. Hey, we, this is what we think the villain should look like. Jeff Bezos has kind of said, I kind of like that. Can look. we can we just take a quick just like a quick aside here for a moment? I, I think this is a, a discussion worth having. If we were to look at, <clears throat> if we were to look at you know, a few billionaires, mm-hmm. okay, that, we, that we're aware of. Um, like, which character would we most associate? Like, so so you're saying Bezos would be, who did you say, Lex Luthor? Lex Luthor from okay. Superman, okay. the bad guy, the villain. Elon yeah. Musk would be, who do we feel Ooh, like? He could, if he's a villain, is that what you mean? No, could, no? Be, could okay. be any person in kind of the, the you know, the, either whether it's Marvel yeah, or... Yeah. Kind of, you know, that I could see where Elon might go the Batman route because he, he oh, I feel like he's being the voice is. of the people and, you know, he's taking all these Twitter polls and then he spends billions of dollars. He's like, what if I bought shares? Yeah. And then, you know, he, so I could see where I he might like go the now, Batman route. What would route. you do with like, like Mark uh, Cuban? Yeah, Mark Cuban. I could see Mark Cuban being a little bit of the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of true. like kind yep. of a little like analytical yeah. and 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 thoughtful, yeah. and then yet just kind of explosive. Yeah. Um, yep. What would you do with Bill Gates? Hmm. <laughs> uh, Ant, Ant Man. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah I would do that. Uh, or, uh, yeah, I would say that was I stumped you there. Yeah, you did. Uh, maybe the Riddler. Oh, yeah. now that is a great Maybe the Riddler. Man, we have done a we've done mm-hmm. a good work on that. You can tell you're like thinking of superheroes. I'm, I'm going villain. <laughs> going villain. I'm like, villain. no, these dudes are villains. You're going villain, villain, except for villain. Elon. Yeah. Uh, let's see who else is a billionaire. I don't really know. I think my list is. I mean, Trump. Trump. Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett is. Uh, he would be the. Uh, What's the guy in the wheelchair in X-Men like that runs the show? Oh, yeah. I don't remember his What's name. What's that guy's but name? I do know who you're talking Professor about. Professor X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could see where Warren Buffett might be Professor X. Interesting. What about Trump? Trump uh, says he's a billionaire. <laughs> so if he's a billionaire. I feel like I need to stay away from this one. Uh, I don't know. Um, he might have the personality that you can't even. He would just be. If it was a comic book, it would be called Trump. Yeah, and it would just be him. This yeah. is, he's uh, like kind of a caricature in himself. Yeah, yeah. And right or wrong, that's yeah. just. I mean, he uh, he would probably appreciate that. My yeah. personality is so big, you can't even label me another personality. <laughs> that's how big I am, and uh, huge. Oh my word, so, we are off the rails. So, what other news this week? Uh, we have a Supreme Court uh, appointment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I think. It didn't go the way we thought it would. You know, we wrote that movie script on the show where it was oh, like yeah. pick a random, like a ra- uh, yeah. lottery. Lottery yeah. and, you know, 
It just happens. Kevin Hart becomes the just or, like just, yeah, just or what's his Kevin name? James. Uh, Kevin James becomes the Supreme Court. Yeah, Doug, didn't go Doug that Heffernan way. becomes yeah. the Supreme Court justice. For some reason, it didn't go that, that way. way. Uh, Not, nothing really surprising. And listen, you know, I mean, I, I think when uh, politics aside, uh, you know, I think it, it, it is neat to see an African-American female uh, to sit in that seat. Uh, again, you, you certainly would, would sit in some positions that I think would be different than, than some of the ones that we sure. would hold politically. Um, but not, but, but no surprise. No, there that was terms. That wasn't a surprise. Now, what would be a surprise? And to, because I just enjoy sometimes seeing chaos in the political world is she's been appointed or, or she's been confirmed, right. but official appointment doesn't happen until Breyer officially retires. Right. What would be amazing if and throw a wrench in everything, if Briar just comes out, yeah, I changed my mind. Kind of like it's not happening. Kind of like uh, like like I still uh, you know almost Tom Brady like yeah, I yeah. still got a little little uh, gas in the tank. Yeah, I don't want to be on the sidelines. Uh, I'm not going to let Adam Schefter decide when I retire. Yeah. And uh, wouldn't it? Which is what happened with Tom Brady. It would be a yeah. huge. Uh, what would the administration do? How in the world would they even handle it? It would That's be a not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But if if Briar was just like, well, why not? I, I'm got a good. I feel physical. good. I got I a feel good. Physical. I feel good. I feel like I got a little bit more left in the tank. Um, you know, it's been a good year. It's been a good run, and uh, I just feel like I got a few more. That would people would lose. People would be like, their you got mind. a few more what? Yeah, like like decisions. Yeah, I feel good. Oh, feel yeah. good. I've been reading a lot lately, and uh, you know, I just feel like I got more left in this pen to write more opinions yeah. about things. Fingers are what? still doing well on the keyboard? Sir, what things? All the things. Just yeah. the things. I, I feel like I got a lot more left to write about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I haven't had that uh, that one opinion. You know, I'm waiting for that one opinion that I get to write a dissent on. And, uh, you know, until that comes, I'm gonna I'm just going to stick it out. You know, I said I was going to retire and change my mind. <laughs> And I'm at liberty to do that because this is a lifetime appointment. Yeah, it's true. And uh, you can't kick me out. And this is America. And Man, if, if just he did the record, that, there's this never, <laughs> there's never been a Supreme Court justice that has said America. This America. Would, that would be the greatest thing yeah. ever. That would be. Ever. It potentially could be the sequel. Oh, yeah, to that's true. our movie. That's true. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to retire. They do this whole big thing. They they You'll honor, they have a parade. Yeah. And then the dude's just like, I don't want to go. I'm good. He's having conversations with his best friend who's who's like, uh, you know, just works a normal job. Right. But they just, whatever, for whatever reason, connected. And then he was like, I just don't feel like I want to go. And his friend is telling him, I think you got a little left in the tank. Yeah, listen, there's, you know? there's the, the America matters. And, uh, you, you, and why not? Why yeah. not do it? And let's get matching tattoos. <laughs> and, you know, and, and uh, all this. It could be so besides, the greatest thing, everything. Besides be um, uh, that. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, so besides that. <clears throat> Anything else in the news this week that, uh, you know, I do know, uh, and this is a hard turn oh boy. here, a hard turn, um, you uh, discussed a little bit even last week, um, there's been some kind of crazy stuff that's happened in, in kind of the life discussion, yeah. uh, some stuff. Give give a quick, if yeah, someone so, wants to go back and listen to your particular show. Yeah, I would say last week I talked about it quite a bit. In, in Washington, D.C., there was a whistleblower that handed over... Uh, fully intact aborted babies to um, to a pro-life activist, and that activist handed them over to the authorities. 
Uh, and they, you know, from the, the article, you can go read the article. I would just warn you that the images are graphic, uh, at live action. Uh, but the, what it shows is fully intact yeah. humans. And, yeah. and it, it definitely shows late term abortions just occurred. And so, uh, it's interesting. There are people, you know, Lila Rose and others trying to keep that in the news, but the news isn't really covering it. Yeah. The authorities are saying they're not going to do autopsies. Uh, and that DC abortion clinic will, will continue to go yeah. unchecked. And so, so if you want to hear more about that, yeah, listen to, me, listen to my hope show is. last week. Uh, you can find it on wherever podcasts are found. Uh, but it is a conversational life with, with me, Andrew yeah. Wood. And so, uh, Man, that's, yes, that's, it's uh, a, it's a terrible thing. You know, as we see, you know, more news coming out of a different, a lot of different areas, just tough. And I think that's where, you know, our show here is to obviously talk about things that are happening in the culture. But look, we're not going <clears> to <throat> every week uh, be Debbie Downers. <laughs> and so uh, this week was a little bit more upbeat and we, we touched on some some things. But but also uh, we want to kind of let you know it's OK to laugh. It's OK to have fun. We uh, like to laugh. It's Easter week after all. And, uh, and it's something great to uh, to celebrate. We'll talk about what's coming up at Shoreline Easter week uh, when we come back. This is a new day So as we finish up today, it is Easter week. Happy Easter, everybody. Yes. Uh, Shoreline's got some big plans. Yeah, starting tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So uh, we are doing a Monday Thursday um, kind of self-guided experience. Something now, if you're from done. Cornersville and you're listening to this, you're he's like, not saying this? Monday. No. He's no, not Mondy. saying Monday like Monday. Monday. M-A-U-N-D-Y. Yeah. And it's so we see this pretty cool picture of Jesus. Serving the disciples, giving us this example of it. We also uh, partake in the elements of communion. And so, uh, Monday, Thursday is a self-guided experience that people can swing by. You can find out any of that information if you so desire at shorelinenox.com. And basically just go through this kind of prayer experience and just reflect. Obviously, the following day is then Good Friday, and that's when we look and commemorate and memorialize Jesus' death on the cross. And... Uh, and so then starting Saturday night, we actually begin our Easter services, four identical services we'll do Saturday night, and then three on Easter Sunday. Saturday night, uh, in an effort to try to draw some folks, because openly we just need to yeah. make more seats available. Um, and so if you want to come, you choose any one of those, but don't choose all, don't choose all of them. That's the main thing right. that we say. Right. Um, but Saturday night's going to be really fun because we're going to do an egg hunt afterwards, and then we're going to have some food trucks there and hopefully have good weather. That's our hope is that it'll hold on and have really, really nice weather. And then uh, Sunday's a little bit more straightforward. No food trucks, um, but we're going to have three awesome services on Easter Sunday and, again, that fourth one on Saturday night where we just celebrate Christ's resurrection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the pinnacle piece of our faith. And so I hope... Friends, today, listen. It has been um, it has been a brutal couple of years when we think about um, all that's happened. And I do know that there are a lot of people that do not and have not set out to be unchurched, that still connect to the things of faith and still desire, maybe even to be churched, but felt all of a sudden a little bit distanced or uh, you know found themselves sadly maybe on a, on a different side of the coin. When it comes to things with the pandemic and found a little bit of division and the enemy wants to do that, he wants to isolate us. And so I would just tell you, if you are unchurched, 
and you connect to the things of Christ, man, go and worship together with the body of Christ. Go and find a local church. We are not the rescuer to the city. Jesus is. And so there's a bunch of really, really good churches in our community. But by all means, if you're out west or maybe if you're not out west and you just want to come out our direction, we would love, love, love to host you. You can check out all that information at shorelinenox.com. Now, do you have your Easter outfit? I have not decided. Okay. I have not decided. And I have gone back and forth over the years. Sure. Because, you know, yep. like we're casual yep. throughout the year. Yep. And, uh, and, and so I, I want people to like get an accurate look. It's always right, one of the right. weird deals. Yeah, you don't want to come in in a black suit. Yeah, and people and are like, like, oh, oh this, is where is that, this is yeah. what we have to do every Sunday. Yeah. And you're like, no, that's but not people the People typically dress up on Easter. Yeah, a and bit I, enjoy, more. I enjoy yeah. an occasional opportunity to dress up a little bit nicer. Yeah. So I kind of try to find that middle in between, and sometimes I just fail. I think this year I'm going to go more springy and not a suit. Nice. Uh, Nice. Just kind of, hey, it's spring. I mean, we're just going to believe it. the weather's going to be nice. Let's just embrace and so, it. So, and I mean, we're we're going to do the outside thing Saturday night. So I'm probably just going to wear shorts and a tank. Yeah, uh, you know, some Crocs. Yeah, the tank. Is that not? Uh, no, you well, don't think so? so? My oldest son went to um, some short shorts. Is what I'm meaning too. No, a tank my, and Crocs. My oldest son yeah. went to the musical at school this past okay uh, this past weekend, and. uh and I did not go. I was getting ready for Sunday morning. Yeah. He and my wife and, and our other boys went. And uh, it was supposed to be awesome. Shout out to Christian Academy of Knoxville, Little Mermaid Cat. Yep. Shout Come out. On. Way to go. Um, and it was great. And uh, but, but I saw Hayden, and he had these, like, he, he has these, like, pink, kind of pinkish salmon okay. Crocs. Okay. And I was like, did you, did, you, did you wear those? And he was like, yeah. I will say. So he went to the went to the musical in a well. A lot of kids salmon, are wearing the Crocs. A salmon colored Crocs. Crocs have become the thing. Now I will say, uh, the other day I did work in the yard, moving dirt and everything, and I wore my Crocs the entire time. Super comfortable. Very dirty feet though. Very dirty. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, but I mow in them. I weed eat it. I love my Crocs, but I don't think I would wear them out. Out. Yeah, I get to that. like. You know, places. Yeah. Uh, but the kids are wearing them a lot. Oh, yeah, the kids. That's how I'm, I'm old now. The kids, yeah, the, yeah, kids the kids are wearing them. Uh, I'm not going to wear a tank to, to Easter service. Yeah, let's not do When that. I was a kid, my mom would, we would get an Easter outfit, like to wear Sunday morning. But she would also purchase us Easter outfits to change into at my grandmama's house, like play oh. clothes. And I remember in 1992, the shirt that I got to change into... The Dream Team. Yeah. had all their faces on it. Yes. Uh, on Easter Sunday. Yeah, I guess. I don't... I don't people, maybe, maybe it was 1993. Some, <laughs> people, was, some people choose to celebrate Jesus on Easter. Yeah, well, Michael Jordan, close second. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's so a wrong. joke. That's, that's a, joke. a joke. Hey, listen. What's not a joke is that Jesus is indeed risen. Amen. Hope you have a great, 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 great week. Don't forget that. We'll talk to you next week. God bless you.